Welcome to Thinking Into Success. I'm Dr. J.A. Jones, your spiritual coach, encourager, and friend. I'm here to help you find spiritual solutions to real problems. Each week, we deliver solutions to issues you're facing in life or someone you care about. Let's get started. Today we want to address emotional health. I'm going to give you 10 keys to stay emotionally healthy. In our society, there's so many things that are happening that are out of our control. So I want you to take care of yourself during this COVID-19 pandemic. Make a commitment to good health. Make a commitment, listen to me, to your health. There was a TV show in 1956, I believe it aired, a soap opera, As the World Turns. The world is turning, changing, whether you want it or not. Now, as we talk about these 10 keys to stay emotionally healthy, I hope you really tune in because I'm here to help you. I am blessed to be a blessing to you, no matter where you are in life or who you are in life. I hope you allow me to help you to think about your emotional health. Let your waist be girded and your lamps burning. That's in Luke 12. Now, that's important to understand as you go forward. You have to gird yourself, get a hold of yourself. Think about where you are so your lamps can continue to burn. Your lamp specifically, you must know that. So you continue to live and go forward so you will not burn out. There's a lot of people today based on the COVID-19 pandemic, they're burning out. They're not lasting. They're depressed, discouraged, they're stressed. They're dealing with so many issues, especially as it relates to not just only the COVID-19 pandemic, social pandemics, racial pandemics, work pandemic, all of the out of work people and people that are dealing with so many emotional issues based on how they see it. So the scripture tells us, Gird yourself, get yourself together, in other words, so you can stand the test of time. Now, there's a verse in the Song of Solomon that says, I have been the keeper of other vineyards, but my own vineyard I have neglected. So it's important for us to understand in a crisis, as a mother, a father, a spouse, you could be a spiritual leader, a worker in hospital, a first responder, wherever you are in society and wherever you're working, it can be a daunting task for sure because there's so many things that are changing. We're definitely in a fluid environment. You are serving and pouring out more than ever before. 
The main thing is that you keep your vineyard during this crisis. I often share with people that I come in contact with, they say, stay safe. I do believe that we need to stay safe, but I tell them stay healthy too, because the importance of maintaining your health in this season is vital. So you must make a commitment to your health, not just physically, but your emotional health, which to me means your mental health. You have to make a commitment to it because nobody else would do it for you. Here's the first key. I'm giving you statements that you should say about yourself. It starts this way. I will begin each day with prayer and reading of God's word. That's what you must say for yourself. I will. That means you choose to. The principle in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, rings true more than ever before. First things first. I think we understand that. If there's a first, there will be a second. If there's a two, probably will be a three. But the first thing is first in life is this. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Starting and ending your day with prayer and reading God's word are the best habits you can build in your life. Even more so doing what we all are facing and what we're going through. It will set the pace for the day. It will help you focus and structure your every day. A day hemmed in prayer will rarely come unraveled. Now, hopefully we understand the importance of starting each day, not just reading the word, it's important, but you have to pray. You have to talk to God, talk to your creator, and then listen. Then you have to read what he has to say about your day. And that's called the Bible. Basic instructions before leaving earth. The second key is this. Say it with me after I say it first. I will take care of my health. Come on. I'm listening. I will take care of my health. If you don't, who will? You have to reduce your stress during this time of quarantine and be kind and thoughtful to yourself. Don't say to yourself, I'm stupid. I'm dumb. I always forget things. I'm crazy. I'm lazy. Just fill in the blanks. I never make it. I never overcome. Don't say that about yourself. You may have feelings about it, but that, doesn't, that does not mean that's you. Yes, you've made some mistakes. You've, made, you've done some things you regret for sure, but that doesn't mean who, who you really are. You can change that for sure because you must take care of your emotional, mental health. You may become what you say. When you say those things, when you say, I'm this, 
Eventually, if you say it enough, you will become that, what you say. It depends on how much you say it as well. If you repeat something over and over, it becomes what I call repetitiously, and then a repetitious things will become reality. So don't repeat bad jargon, bad language, because that's not who God made you to be. Now, we are living in much different times now than before this crisis, this pandemic. You are probably not going to accomplish some things you did before, but that's okay. You'll get there. You got to tell yourself that. I will get there. The third thing is this. Now, I want you to say it after I say it. I will be kind with others. You can say it. I will be kind with others. One principle tells us, and this is why I'm asking you to say it after me. Now, you may be listening to this podcast on the road. You may be working out. You may be in a place where people are listening and you don't want to utter some things or say some things out loud. You can say it under your breath or just say it in your mind because there's power when you speak life, not just to other people, but when you speak life to yourself. Now, I will be kind to others. Again, we're in a pandemic, we're in a crisis. It will not always be easy to be kind to other people because people may not be kind to you, but it can be done. As you are taking care of yourself, you should be kind and forgiving of others, but also of yourself. The expectations of your neighbors. And what I'm referring to is those that you come in contact with daily. That's what I mean by being kind to others. Obviously, it could be at home, your spouse, your children. It could be your neighbor that is literally next door or across the street. It could be somebody you work with that is your neighbor as well. They could be in the next cubicle. It could be somebody you're driving down the road and you're looking at them and they're looking at you. It could be somebody that you meet at the store, grocery store, the department store, wherever you are and whoever you're next to, that will be called the other person. <laughs> Just to clarify things, the expectations that you have of other people, you may have to reduce it just a little, okay? Because don't forget, they are in a crisis too. Remember this, they're going through the same pandemic, they're going through the same situation, not maybe exactly the same, but they're in the same environment. They are definitely in the same world as you. So be kind to other people, because what you give out will come back to you. The fourth thing is this, I will keep a certain schedule and routine. Now it's your turn to say it. I will keep a certain schedule and routine. Remember, death and life is in the power of the tongue. I am encouraging you today to speak what you will do even though you're not doing it. Now, there's a principle in the book of Daniel. It says this, chapter six. 
When Daniel knew that the document had been signed, he went to his house where he had windows in his upper chamber open toward Jerusalem. He got down on his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he had done previously. Routines are good. Let me clarify this. Certain routines are good to do without a doubt. Now, Daniel, which means God is my judge. God is the one that judges us all. We have to stop judging other people. But the point is this. Daniel had a certain schedule and a certain routine every day. He opened his window toward Jerusalem and he went down on his knees three times a day and prayed and also gave thanks before his God. Now, that's important to do. Certain routines are good to keep because it keeps you on a schedule. It keeps you in a certain mindset. It keeps you functioning and going forward. There's so many people that do not have routines. <laughs> they don't have certain regularly scheduled routines. Now, routines increase our effectiveness and ensure things get done on time. For the most part, we need to have certain routines or certain times and places to get things done. This can limit confusion and chaos. Same thing. Having a schedule is part of who we are. We eat at a certain time. It's called lunch or breakfast. Most of the time, breakfast is in the morning, probably before nine o'clock, and lunch is probably between 12 or actually 11 and one o'clock if you're at work. It could be 30 minutes, it could be 15 minutes, or it could be an hour. It depends on who you work for. If you're self-employed, you're probably gonna take an hour. We rest at a certain time. We exercise at a certain time. We go to sleep at a certain time. Some go earlier than others, but still, you still sleep. Because these basic things are part of living and growth and development. Now, someone said, the secret of your future is hidden in your daily routine. Some of my studies suggest that a routine helps our bodies as they navigate the stress of this season. It's important for all of us to keep a certain schedule and routine. The fifth key is this. I will not watch much negative news. I hope you heard that. Say it one more time. Please say it with me. I will not watch much negative news. It's all right to watch news. I watch news, but most of the time it's negative. It spots light. It spotlights problems, tragic things, death. It don't spotlight positive things for the most part. Now, some news stations, they eventually talk about positive things, but that has not always been the case, especially in the era that we're living in. There's so many people that have died from COVID-19. They're going to address that on the news. 
and they're going to spend some time in different counties, different areas, different communities, whether a certain uh, race died from COVID-19 or that race did not, or are they comparing things and all of those things. And if you watch that a lot and you think you have some of the symptoms, I guarantee you, the more you watch it, the more you believe that you got it. And as a man thinks, that's what he's going to become. So you have to watch the negative news, meaning don't watch much of it. Okay. Because what you focus on will impact your feelings. It will change your disposition, good or bad. So basically you get what you focus on. Looking at the world could make you distressed. Then how much you think about it, it will cause you to be depressed. If you look at the truth, the Bible that is, and read it and speak it, you will be at rest. It tells us to rest in the Lord, Psalms 37. Now, someone said, focus on rising to be what God called you to be, and you will far exceed what they said you could be. I want to say that one more time. I don't think I said that quote correctly, but someone said this. Focus on rising to be what God called you to be and you'll far exceed what they said you could not be. Mm-hmm. Key number six, I will get outside for at least 30 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can repeat that for sure. I will get outside for at least 30 minutes a day. Some people don't like the sunshine. Some people don't like outside much. Depends on where you live in this world. When it gets hot, people stay inside. When it gets cold, people stay inside. Or when it's cold, people go outside. It has to be perfect weather for most people to go outside any length of time. Now, people go outside for sure. You got to go outside for the most part to work, or to go to the store, to get some bread, to get some milk, to get some eggs. You have to go outside to get the common things. But most people stay inside because of the weather outside. But I'm here to encourage you today, the sixth key, I will get outside for at least 30 minutes. So my point is this, think outside the box. You ever heard that expression? Think outside the box. But I want you to think outside, period not just outside the box, but outside of your house, your home, your apartment, the place where you stay overnight. Proverbs tells us, and it speaks to us, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So the more you do this, the more potentially it will happen. Go outside, that is. It is tough to do in the season we are in for the most part. It must be done though, right? You got to do it. Many studies suggest that at least 15 to 30 minutes of sunlight a day is very good for your overall health. You have to have fun in the sun. A supplement now that people do take supplements, okay? Supplements, vitamin C, vitamin D. But my focus as it relates to going outside, because most people 
if you don't go outside, you're going to have some health issues. You're going to have some immunity issues, especially in this era of pandemic. You have to take vitamin D. It is vital to your health. They have different levels of IU, vitamin D, D3, but take vitamin D daily. It is good for you, especially when you don't get enough sun. Now, some studies say that African-Americans need vitamin D for sure, but all Americans, the whole planet, no matter where you live, you need vitamin D because most of the time you don't get it from your food, but it will help build your immune system. Other vitamins would do it too, but vitamin D is essential to your physical health. Take vitamin D, especially if you don't get enough sun every day. Know that. The seventh key is this. I will connect with people I love every day. I hope you love somebody because we all got to love somebody. <laughs> love isn't love until you give it away. People say, I don't have friends. Well, you got to make friends. Let me tell you what the Bible says. He that hath friends, first, you have to show yourself friendly. Now, you may not like everybody. And most of the times when you have a friend, you don't necessarily like everything they say. You may not even like how they carry themselves or their personality. But once you connect to them on a certain level, if they're with you through a crisis, if they're with you through a tough time, then you connect to them on a different emotional level. Now you may call them to be a friend because when you're going through something, now they become your friend because they help you financially. They help you by praying for you. They help you by listening to what you had to say. Okay? So you must connect to people as much as you can, especially those that you love. The most enjoyable times are when you connect with people you love. Don't stop connecting to those that you love, especially in a crisis. Keep it up. Keep it going. Keep connecting, even if it's done virtually, if it's done on an app like Marco Polo, FaceTime, Zoom, whatever way you can connect to them, do it. If you can't see them in person, find a way. Write a letter to them if you have to. Make a phone call and just leave a message. Text them. Whatever way you can do to stay connected to people you love, it helps you emotionally, mentally, and physically. God created us to have healthy, loving, and enjoyable relationships. Key number eight, I will plan times of rest to be refreshed. That's kind of how God gave it to me, okay? I will plan times of rest to be refreshed. Rest is important. A tail, tail sign is an increase in your resting heart rate that you're not resting. Taking those rest days can help bring down your alertness and heart rate, which can help get you a night of sound sleep.
Many people have to steal their mind in order to rest better. Now, what do I mean you have to steal your mind? Steal means to silent or to hush your thoughts, to hush your mind. You have to tell yourself sometimes to be quiet. Have you ever talked to yourself? I know you have. Have you ever talked to yourself and said, shut up, be quiet? So once you get to a place that you know you need to rest often, you have to steal your mind. You have to tell your mind, be quiet, stop thinking. And I guarantee you, you'll stop thinking. The scripture tells us to do this in Psalms 46, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The principle here is this, be still. Sometimes you still steal. For example, you could be sitting down in a chair. That doesn't automatically mean you are still. You could be in a rocking chair, rocking. And you may say, oh, I'm still, I'm resting. No, because your mind is thinking and it's still going. So you have to rest your mind by telling your mind, be still. In peace, the scripture says, I will both lie down and sleep for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. That's Psalms four and eight. So once you're still, you'll feel the peace of God. You'll feel tranquility. You'll feel quietness. It says in peace, I will both lie down and sleep. Some people are not sleeping at night because they are not still in their mind. Intentionally, resting should be done regularly. Once a month is not going to cut it. Studies say it helps to regulate the body and reduces fatigue. Key number nine, I will serve others. Say it with me. I will serve others. I know when I'm feeling down because I've been there. And as I'm helping someone else, you know what happens? My mood changes. My mood improves. God's plan is for us to serve others. He knows what's best for us. Father knows best, especially when we get in a stuck place in life. You'll learn something about yourself as you serve others. Your focus and appreciation of where you are will be realized. You see there are someone worse off than you, without a doubt. You always see that at certain times in your life. When you reach out to others, you think you got problems. Then you realize your problems are not as big as other people. Your perspective will change. The last point is this. The last key, I will control what I can and trust God with the rest. Say it with me. I will control what I can and trust God with the rest. Crisis revealed just how much our society is out of control. There's always good news when there's bad news. You just got to find the good news. Here it is. Let me tell you some good news. God is still in control and aware of what you are going through. He has promised to take care of you because you must cast all of your cares on him. You know why? He cares for you. 
So there are some things in life you have to let go. Let it go. Let it go. There's a song on that movie called Frozen. Frozen number one, I believe. It probably just called Frozen. But it's a hit song. I think millions upon millions of people have downloaded that one song, Let It Go. You know why? Because people can resonate with that song or those three words, let it go. Whatever you're going through as a man, let it go. A woman, let it go. A mother, let it go. A husband, let it go. A father, a wife, let it go. A business person, an entrepreneur, whatever you do in life or whatever relationship has gone bad, don't hold on to it. Hold on to God. Hold on to God's unchanging hands. Life changes, but God never changes. So let it go and you'll feel a whole lot better. There's some things you can control, but what you cannot control, trust God with the rest because God is the best thing that it has ever happened to my life. I don't know about your life, but to my life. So my last thought and what I've just said, let it go and give it to God. Why is that? Why should I let it go and give it to God? You know why? Because God is God and I am not. Thank you for listening to Thinking Into Success. Now, if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, share it with your friends, click the like and follow button, take a screenshot and share it on your social stories. I look forward to you being with us on the next episode. Until next time.